This is episode 31 of the Coach's Log podcast featuring one of Orange County's most up-and-coming realtors, Kaylin Florian. Burn the boats, you know, there is no plan to. So every morning you're waking up like, this is what I do today, and I, have, I, can't, I can't make any excuses about it, and here's how I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and you just execute. What's happening, everybody? This is Taylor Lipman, the host of the Coach's Log podcast, and our guest today, Kaylin Florian, is a top Southern California realtor with a true passion for exceeding your expectations from the moment you begin working with her. Kaylin and the team she is on have collectively sold over a thousand homes, and she takes pride in being ranked among the top 1% in the nation. Kaylin's passion for real estate is maintained through the relationships she forms with her clients and the satisfaction she obtains through helping people find a place to call home. At the age of 18, Kaylin acquired her real estate license, and by the age of 21, she purchased her first home. By the age of 22, she then obtained her broker's license. Kaylin has been one of the Orange County's award-winning brokers for more than eight years and has earned the respect of her colleagues as well as the trusted referrals of her clients. Thank you so much, Taylor. I appreciate you having me on and I love what you're doing and, and how you're promoting everyone and, and working hard right now. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's like we were saying off camera, right now is the time to be able to leverage network, to be able to leverage the value that you can add to people. And so just getting to have conversations like this and just get to help people in some way shape or form through whether it's audio or video it's just it's always a good feeling just to be able to do that just through conversation absolutely you never know what can come up and you'd be surprised i think what does come out of it business uh friendships a lot of that absolutely so tell us a little bit more about your background we, we touched on it in the bio but can you dive into that for us so i'm born and raised in orange county i um got into the real estate industry in 2013. I originally thought I wanted to do software sales like my dad. He was in software sales and he's very successful at it. Um, but you know, touring properties with realtors over the years when I was younger with my family had had me thinking like, oh, this is a this is a cool profession, right? Um, but as I, as I got older, my dad was like, no, you don't want to be a realtor. You know, realtors are, they don't make any money, whatever. You need to go do something, get your degree, everything. So I decided to go uh, get my four-year degree. But while I was going to do that, I was going to make, do real estate on the side. Um, so I got a job at a marketing, at a real estate company doing marketing and really took on that role of just learning the back end of real estate by doing the marketing first. And then little did I know I, I liked real estate and I wanted to get into it and get my, my license and my broker's license and everything like that. Yeah. It's, it's funny that you say that because like you and I had a conversation last week about that, how I, my first job after college was in real estate as a marketing coordinator and how seeing the back end and how that works and, how on fire agents can be like literally and figuratively just going nuts over certain deals because it's like you had to be the one who you were almost in like that reactive position right like you had to be able to think quick because the agent was almost that middleman between you and their client and so and, how, and how being, was that for you and being 16 years old i mean being in the office and and having to having to handle that was was such a good experience for me because I got to see both ends of it like the agent behind the scenes of 
you know, running around with their head cut off, but also maintaining a very professional front because that's how they're dealing with their clients. And then um, seeing that, you know, if, if they can do it and how they've built their career, everyone's different, but really getting to see that firsthand uh, and working with them is, is what made me who I am today, right? And, and mm-hmm. being able to work, but it's like, you have to pay your dues. You don't just get into it like how they are. It, it takes years. Yeah. And, you know, when you were in that role and when you were having to pay your dues, what were some of those lessons or, you know, what were some of the things that gave you some more insight as to, oh, wow, I want to get into this job. Like I want to create this career and this life for myself. I I love the community aspect of it and how you really can build relationships with clients, right? It's not just, it's the biggest purchase transaction of their life. Maybe you know, unless they go buy a massive yacht or whatever, really a home is the biggest purchase of your life. And so um, being a part of that is super uh, special and it's a big honor, but it's also a big responsibility. And I saw how the agents handled it and how they've made it their profession. And it's not easy, but it's definitely rewarding. Um, And in going through that process um, made it so that I, I did want to get into it. And within that process, because you hear a lot, right? Like, got to learn to love the process. The process is everything. Like, it's not the result that matters. And even though the result does matter to a degree, like, you Mm got to have something that you're throwing darts at, that you're aiming for. Mm -hmm. Within that process, like, what is it that you find enjoyable in that, that keeps you inspired and that keeps you wanting to move? I think continuing to help um, help people purchase and seeing it's a very emotional uh, time in their lives. And I, I, I think being able to be um, the peace of mind for them and kind of keeping them uplifted and positive throughout the transaction, you could see how easily people get um, discouraged or let down because they don't get something throughout, you know, they don't get the offer accepted. They don't get some, the inspection report comes back bad or whatever you see, but like, being that person that has has the ground for them and make sure that you're you're fighting for them really and and that is satisfying it's like winning winning the uh, case basically winning the the sale mm-hmm. that's a good way to put it though winning the case like it's mm-hmm. it's you it's, it's like you have to find a way to work together with <laughs> the other people but it's almost like it's also you never want to split that difference right it's like you got you want to get what you deserve on that front so even though you're working with both parties it's almost like, no, we're still going to wait. Like we're going to get it our way. Absolutely. And there's so many people involved that, you know, so many personalities and really it's, it's like, you're a psychologist a little bit, you're a salesperson, you're, you're wearing all hats. Um, and I think keeping it fun and fresh is the only way you can get through it, you know? Mm -hmm. So do you believe in discovering passion or do you think that you have to create that and learn your passion? Because, you know, growing up, like, you might not have thought like, oh, yes, I want to be a realtor. Like, that's what I aspire to be. But once you got into that role a little bit more, you learned to love that. You learned to enjoy the back-end development side. Then having understanding for that, being able to take that to the front-end development <clears> of the sales role. You think you learned that? Or, you know, what's your thought there? I think it's a little bit of both of, um, you know, creating it and also 
Loving it. I think um, you hear a lot of people say, do what makes you happy. And it's like, what the heck does that mean? Especially if you're trying to figure it out, you know, and you don't know what makes you don't even know what makes you happy yourself. Um, so that can leave you feeling stuck or confused. So trying everything is, I think, really important. Try different things. Don't just like go into something because your mom or dad made you like go in. Like my dad told me I wouldn't make any money doing real estate, but I actually like doing it. Um, so go and try different things. I mean, people that say, I have no time, you know, I have no time. I'm, but you're playing Xbox or, but you're on Netflix or you're hanging out, you know, there is so much time Mm -hmm. and the opportunity costs when you're doing that. So you need to be out there hustling, figuring it out, doing different roles. Who cares if you have to go work at, at a restaurant as a waiter, you know, but you're saving your money, save your money and then go try different trades in the meantime too. Right. Um, so I think it's a little bit of both, but I mean, you want to make sure that it's something that's going to be able to support your, your lifestyle and your family too. You bring up a really good point though, that a couple of good points. One is that you have to explore your options. You got to just test your options. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're, you, you literally will just never know. And I think exactly. we can hold ourselves back a lot being in like this ego consciousness. Like, you know, I'm not going to go for that because maybe people will think this of me or I'll look a certain way, or I might feel weird doing this or that, when maybe deep down, there's a little bit of a, a desire to try it, but you're just holding yourself back, where it's like, just just test the options, see what you like and explore it. Absolutely, and you'd be surprised, like, oh my gosh, I actually do like this, and I like mm-hmm. creating social media content for people, or I like doing, you know, things that you don't, other people aren't good at, like, you have a gift, but you have to go figure it out, but it doesn't come overnight, and I think that's something that um, people expect like, Oh, well, I just want to do my passion. If it's like, you know, I don't know, being a personal trainer, then cool. Be a personal trainer, but be the best personal trainer there is out there and really put in the time and, and be different because mm-hmm. there's a ton of realtors. There's a ton of personal trainers. There's tons of different things, but, um, you know, what makes you stand out and what makes people want to work with you? Yeah. There, and to touch on your other point it was that time, time mm-hmm. is so just relative. It's man-made one. Like it didn't just always exist. And so people will always create excuses as to why they don't have enough time to do something. Excuses are so cheap, but excuses are so real at the same time to where, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, oh, you know, I I was feeling tired. I didn't get enough sleep last night. It's like, that's a real excuse, but it's a dangerous excuse at the same time, because then you're just falling into a trap where you can always get away with not doing something. Like Kobe Bryant, there was something where he would wake up like school started whatever like a seven like 38 in the morning in high school and then so what he would do is like he'd work out like earlier like he'd get up around like 5 30 something like that and he'd wake up and practice before school and then he realized like oh well if i get up even earlier than that like four in the morning then i'll have even more time to practice and maybe just go to sleep a little bit earlier so it's readjusting the schedule based it, you have to adapt like you have to figure out those ways to create the reality you want and yeah, you have to put in the work. Been, it might have been Jordan. I'm not. I, I might have messed that up, but still, the point gets across. No, I've totally heard that. And I mean, you know, people always say to me like, "Oh my gosh, you're doing so well in real estate." You know, this year, last year, whatever. But it's like I've been doing this for eight years now plus, and it wasn't overnight success. It takes. It's a journey, you know, and it starts with your passion, but really putting in that time and making the time fit. Um, you know. That's, that's how I have to do it. Yeah. And for new realtors, new agents, and really like any new entrepreneur sales man or woman, what would you say are like some of the expectations 
versus the reality because time's already a given one. Like you're going to have to put in more time than you think you need to. But what are some of the other expectations that might be a false expectation? Well, there's tons, um, but hmm. a few of them, um, you know, people think, oh, million dollar listing or watching any of the real estate shows on TV. Love HGTV. That would be HGTV, any of those. That would be awesome if it was like that. Um, but it's not, you know, those are scripted and it seems very flashy and you have your gorgeous luxury car coming in and all that stuff. But, you know, a lot of the times you're running around and that they don't even look like that in real life when they're showing property themselves, you know, but mm -hmm. that's TV. So I think remembering that like, you're not always going to be showing that $10 million listing. You're going to be going to a one bedroom uh, condo, maybe in an area you, you wouldn't want to, but you're going to, because that's how you're going to, you know, make your first sale. That's, that's what you have to do. Um, you know, having, I think people think that, um, you're making money right off the bat. And you know, you're, you're not, you're, you're essentially working for free until you hope someone, someone pays you, right? You get, you get the deal closed. Um, and that's a lot of people deciding on your paycheck, right? You have yes. escrow title, the lender, all the buyers involved, the seller, any of them say, no, you're out. And I think people forget like, you know, doctors, you know, they get paid whether you live or not. We no, exactly. we are not getting paid if you die. So, Hey, we're making sure you're staying alive. This thing's getting closed, you know, everything we can do. So I think that's, you know, and, and you don't get paid that like the, the bucks you think your first few years, I mean, it takes quite a few years to really make, make that money come in. Yeah. Working for free too is such a, a good point because for my own business, for literally yours, like you're just saying, and for so many other people, Starting free is just like the easiest way to show a value that you will provide. Not that mm -hmm. like you can provide, but the value that you will provide in the entire process. And it guarantees them. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm, I just did this for like no expectation, no payment. So, Hey, if you want to do this, like you could pay me and I could keep doing this exactly what I just offered you and <laughs> what I, what I am exactly. doing right now. Exactly. And in real estate, it's like the buyers don't pay us. The seller does right. The, the owner of the property, but touring them for for hours and hours is 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 unpaid which is totally fine because it's worth it as long as they as a purchase with you but do you know how many times we've toured people and they never do anything with you and, and that's but you know what that that's the best thing ever because you learn from those they're not failures but you learn from those experiences and how you can handle things differently moving forward or an even bigger deal comes in later that you're like okay totally saw what God was doing there and how, how we got there. Um, so, you know, you just take it every day at one time, but it is, it is hard work. And one of the last points on like expectations versus reality, and this is something that I experienced during my time working in real estate as a marketing coordinator. Mm -hmm. And you tell me if you've seen this in your world within real estate, but there was an agent where I overheard she was talking to our manager about how she needed to rent a nice car so that way she could look a certain way when she was touring people on this property and just showing them. She wanted to look a certain way so they bought into something else. Mm. And she was only renting it for like the day or for like a few hours. Oh and so, so for one, just spending money just for a facade, just for a look, I was like, just thinking in my head at the time, like, that's a little weird. Like, you're just, so you're paying for this look, but that's what a lot of people on Instagram do. And on social media, they're paying mm -hmm. to look a certain way, like on that. Mm -hmm. So the expectation is very, it's very, uh, 
non-realistic. It's just a complete facade. Yeah. And then they're going broke, probably doing that. Um, don't do that. If you're getting into real estate, yeah. I mean, s save your money. People will work with you because they like you, you know, not, I find the people that you actually end up wanting to work with because we can choose who we want to work with too, are the people that, uh, have your best interests as well. And they know that you're working hard for them. No matter if you drive a 2000 Camry or you're driving a brand new Range Rover, right? Like who cares? As long as I'm working with someone, like I'm thinking of myself as a client, like, that's, that's going to bat for me. That's all, that's all that I care about there. And, and a lot of times those people work harder for me than the people that have it all already, because what's their motivation there? 100%. Yeah. They're not going to have to worry about it as much. It's like, well, whatever. So tell us a little bit about your mindset and what you have to do to be able to wake up every single day, knowing that the paycheck's not guaranteed. I mean, having a routine is huge. Um, I'd say number one, though, is just having a life partner that like keeps you in check, uh, making sure you guys are on the same page and you both are motivating each other is just so important because if you don't and you're the only one busting your butt working every day, that's hard. You know, you want someone that you can come come back home to and talk about, hey, run, bounce ideas off of what do you think about this? How should I handle this? Uh, really surrounding yourself with others that are like holding you accountable you know, that are encouraging you. I always say, John and I always say, my husband, like, we want to surround ourselves with people that are better than us so that we can learn from them, right? Like, it, and it's a two-way street. Like, you have to feed them as much as they're feeding you, but, but it's just constant, like, learning from other people and surrounding yourself with people that are, and have the same mindset as you, right? Yeah. And I'd say number two is, like, burn the boats, you know? There is no plan to. So every morning you're waking up, like, this is what I do today, and I haven't, I can't, I can't make any excuses about it. And here's how I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And you just execute, right? I mean, keeping yourself in check like that is, is how you have to get it done. Yeah. And surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you, or maybe not smarter than you, but who have the experience that you're looking to learn from, or just in general that you can learn more from. Like not, not making yourself any less than, but recognizing there's people that have different knowledge that I would like to learn about from a genuine place. Absolutely. And they have different point of views and mm -hmm. then they help you see things in a different way. And you're like, wow, I never thought about, you know, I can actually afford something like that or a house like that because I structure it. You know, we talk about so many different things, but having friends that are like, Hey, you can go buy that $2 million house next year if you really wanted to. And here's how you can do it. Right. Like motivating yeah. you like that mm -hmm. is so awesome versus a Debbie downer. That's constantly saying, I can't get a job. I can't do this. It's like, you know what? I love you. You're my friend, but you have to have, uh, you know, so, yeah. some boundaries there because otherwise mindset, that abundant absolutely. mindset, not scarce. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, the the analogy kind of speaks for itself, but it's like, you know, it's like sharp as a knife. It's like that person's really sharp, right? It's like when you're surrounded by different people who are sharper than you, then you're getting sharp, right? It's like iron sharpens iron. But if you are around people who are dull, they're not really lifting you up or making you feel a certain way or shift your perspective, like you were saying, then you're going to become more dull. Like the knife, Absolutely. Just, your sharpness just starts to slowly dull out. So, and it doesn't mean we, we can't be their friends. We love them. But there is a boundary and there is a time and a place for that. And sometimes it's not going to be at nine o'clock uh, on a Monday morning because I have a lot of other things to do, yeah. but I'll call you on the weekend or, we'll, you know, I'm, I'm here for you, mm -hmm. but you know, you can't, you can't get sidetracked or let that get into your mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point.
So for you, you know, how do you learn? Like, do you have any ways that like you learn best? Like, is it from that, like to where it's surrounding yourself with other people or do you dive into books, audio? What's your preferred way? Well, since I just graduated, I, ha I have a whole list of like things I want to do since I've graduated and I've been you, making. And yeah. You took the time, like you, like you just recently graduated. So like you took some time off, like in between everything to like continue your education, right? So I uh, worked full time doing it, but I uh, took like two or three classes at a time okay. going through. And so it just took me longer, but I am so glad that I did it. But so learning, learning for real estate perspective is uh, from my mentors, like 100% learning firsthand, getting that experience, seeing how different mentors handled their clients or how they would suggest I handled my clients when I first got started. Um, continuing to educate myself now is yeah, reading audiobooks, listening to audiobooks, um, reading books, you know, but really you, you're learning from your mistakes every day. I mean, acknowledging them and be like, Hey, I messed up. I, I know what I did to mess up and, I'm, and I know how to correct it in the future. Right. So those are the things that I, I continue to do. And, and you know, every day we're always growing and moving forward. And to maintain that growth and to have that growth mindset, do you have any form of a, like a daily routine or anything that you do to maintain that growth for yourself? We do wake up early. I do wake up around like 5.30, 6 a.m. Um, making sure gym number one in the morning is if I can get it in, which I 99% of the week we do in the morning is huge because it's like that sets your day off. You did that. You got the gym done early. Now let's go through and just having my agenda and my, my, my week planned out makes such a difference versus running around, you know, oh my gosh, do I have to go here, here, here. No, strategically planning it so that I'm not a mess and I am able to handle a phone call when it comes in and know what, what my next step is. So mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, just making sure you, you do schedule everything and you don't have to stick to it by the exact time, but you know, really keep, keeps you on track. Yeah. And that's a good point because like for me and it, it's tough because I'll like set my schedule at times, but then the way you just said, it's like, you don't have to be like so rigid about it, like on the dot starting this at that time. And there was a time in my life where I was trying to be that like, Oh, all right, that 30 minutes is up. I got to shift now and like go to this next thing where I mm -hmm. might've been in a flow, like just moving, but I was and so you run like, with it. Yeah. I'm like trying to be on this calendar and, you know, one of my mentors, he was, he was telling me, he's like, and what he preaches to everybody is like, be a student of your calendar, like understand mm -hmm. what you're doing, like you get like before the week starts, have it laid out and understand what you're doing. So that way you're not frantically trying to piece your day together. But exactly. for you, do you like, do you have like every hour almost blocked or like, do you have no. those gaps in your day? Like you at least set down, like, I'm going to make sure I do like these things in that day at least like how do you go about that i make sure that i'm at least gonna hey i'm gonna do these calls in the morning answer these emails and then i'm gonna move to calling uh maybe past clients or connecting with other people so i will structure it like that but i don't have it uh where i'm blocking out certain times a day for you know calls or for uh showings or different it, it's every every week is really different with real estate Right. So if I'm going to be in LA on Monday and then Tuesday, I'm in a different city, but I, at least I know, Hey, this is where I'm going to be. And this is how I'm going to do that morning before I leave. Mm -hmm. Giving yourself that, that clarity then that's good. Absolutely. Awesome. So to 
begin kind of wrapping everything up, can you tell us about what your current mission is, what you're working on? Is there anything else outside of real estate? Yeah, you know, I'm just enjoying life now that I've graduated. Yeah. Um, but I know that uh, my current mission right now with my clients is just, you know, building that lifelong relationship and making them you know, lifelong friends. And that's really where I think um, I connect with them and I'm able to maintain those relationships and just being their realtor for life, so to speak. Um, and, you know, I, I have a few other things up my sleeve that I, I have ideas that I want to do, but, you know, I just want to sit down and write, write a few other business plans out mm -hmm. and then I'll come back on here and talk to you about that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, NDA, we'll get it. We'll get all of that squared away. You know, no, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no conversation. Absolutely. Perfect. So is there any message, anything that you'd like to leave with the listeners? Yeah. I mean, um, for, for anyone that's thinking about getting into real estate or, you know, thinking about what career they, they want to pursue, um, you know, keep high standards for yourself. I'd say, ask yourself what motivates you and then go after it. Find a career that you can feel, you can, fi you can find your gifts in it, right? And your talents and use them to their best ability. Um, but stay hungry, you know, keep, keep learning. Don't always just be, hey, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm making decent money here. I'm going to stay. Man, no, there's another job that's willing to pay you $30,000 more a year. Go after it, right? There's so much out there. And I think um, a summary of it is just utilize the time that you're given because it's only one life, right? I love that. Break the boundaries that you're placing on yourself. Just make sure that it's limitless because if you do that, then you're only going to be lit. Your capacity will just be your environment, whatever you're immediately surrounded by. Absolutely. And I have a quote on my desk that I have. Don't let how you feel uh, dictate what you do because that's, that's everything. Yeah. That and that's one of my one of my close friends, one of my content partners, Mike Diamond. He he tells me about that all the time. He's like, dude, I wake up at four a.m. every day, and if I were to base my day and my morning on how I feel, it'd be a terrible day. Absolutely. <laughs> so he's like, I got it. Absolutely, like, absolutely. You can't you can't waste it, and uh, it's it's wasted potential, right? You have to just see through it. Absolutely. So Kaylin, my final question, is there anything that we can do as a community to help you out? Hey, um, give me a follow on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you guys. I'm, I'm here to answer any real estate questions about the industry. If you're thinking about getting into real estate or if you're thinking about maybe purchasing a home or, or looking for a place to lease or rent, um, I'm happy to help you guys out. Awesome. And where can they find you? My real estate is Kaylin underscore real estate, K-A-Y-L-Y-N underscore real estate. And then my website is KaylinFlorian.com. Awesome. Well, everybody, you heard it here first, how you can connect with Kaylin. She's here to help you out if you need within your real estate journey, buying, selling, getting your license, whatever it might be, Kaylin is here for you. So Kaylin, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast and I appreciate all the value that you've been providing today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Taylor, for having me on. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you or anybody in your network has been looking to produce higher quality content for themselves or for their clients, I have a live social media webinar coming up September 4th. It's completely free and it's all educational based to where you can begin learning how to edit properly on Adobe Premiere to begin producing higher quality content for yourself or for your clients. To get involved, check out the description below.